to listen to the Left Traffic Podcast. What is up, Left Traffic Nation? Welcome to episode 281 of the Left Traffic Podcast. I am your host, the Professor Brandon Crowd. Hope you all had a fantastic weekend. Well, We've added another duplicate winner, so we are still 11 winners through 15 races. That's still not bad, though. We still have that shot for, uh, let's see here, six more winners to get us to 17 before the end of race 26. Uh, Let's see what happened this weekend. Got a good round of golf in with the league on Thursday night. Great time. Um, Quick backstory on that is... uh, it's a Knights of Columbus Golf League that golfs at uh, Maple Lane, uh, which is the shooting gallery of southeastern Michigan. It is three 18-hole courses, uh, link style, and, uh, you know, it is, like I said, it's the shooting gallery. And uh, I golfed in this league many years ago in my early 20s with my grandpa, uh, and if you've been around listening for a minute, you know, my grandpa passed, uh, in November and there wasn't any way I was going to not let a crowd name, not be represented in this golf league after having one in there for, you know, 20 plus years. So me and a couple buddies joined the league and we just have a blast. Uh, you know, I bet you a dollar. You can't make this putt kind of thing. I'll give you six to one odds on, you know, we just have a blast out there. Um, and so I bet the my buddies that I was going to shoot a 42 uh, on Thursday. I came up a little short, shot a 46, uh, but that's all right. I'll take that. Uh, Friday night, Lindsay surprised me. Uh, I had a babysitter lined up, and uh, we went and met some friends at uh, our old stomping grounds, 24 Seconds Bar and Grill. Had a great time there. Uh, and Saturday and Sunday, just hung out with the little guy and cranked up the smoker. And uh, watch some racing, which was great. So hope you guys had a great weekend. Hope you guys enjoyed last week's show with NASCAR Chasm and at Atlanta Racing, along with the throwbackbrand.com. Got some great giveaways with those guys going on right now and some great giveaways planned uh, with them as we uh, continue to grow all of our accounts, handles, brands, all that good stuff. So go check that out. Uh, tonight, got Chris Hacker. Uh, coming back on the show, uh, we'll have recaps from uh, the Trucks Cup at uh, Gateway as well as Xfinity in Portland. Uh, got your typical social media shout outs. Aaron Studwell have the forecast. Lucky Dog lap down. And of course, fantasy to close it out. There's a surprise person in uh, the top five. Uh, in in lap traffic fantasy whoever might that be well just uh, stay tuned so we'll see what else we can throw in along the way so let's uh let's get chris hacker back on the line all right lap traffic nation joining me on the line making his second appearance on the show he's piloted the number 33 with the rayoon brothers a few times this year in the truck series he works the crew he's got the best hair in nascar welcome back to the show chris hacker chris what's up man how are you Oh, not too bad, man. How about yourself? Hey, man. Uh, doing good. Podcast night. Uh, you know, all good things. Um, welcome back, man. Listen, uh, so you were almost on the show 
a year to the date. You were back on in June of 2021 last year. Uh, Hack Nation was just taken off. You really started <laughs> to blow up on Twitter. Uh, you hadn't made a truck series start yet. Needless to say, it's been a hell of a busy year for you. Give us the rundown uh, on the last year for you, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, obviously we, we made the start at St. Louis and we kind of we kind of thought that was going to be it for for last year. And then, um, you know, Vegas happened. Vegas did not go as planned. Obviously, we had a mishap on like lap four, but um, we came back strong back at Martinsville. Um, I believe we finished like P16, which was really good. And then uh, Josh called me up for Phoenix at the end of last year to try to get the truck qualified in, which uh, luckily I was able to do. And so was able to do that race so one race turned into four and then um we made the, my debut this year at atlanta which was a great race i loved it we uh we were kind of playing it safe on on the cautions we were dropping back to the tail we were expecting to kind of have the the big one quote unquote since sure. you know we're running like a super speedway but uh, i believe we finished about 17th there which you know is good overall i believe and then uh, Texas, we had another mishap, you know, uh, during practice. So that kind of, that kind of put a, a little hump in the road for us, but, you know, we went out there, we were able to still compete in the race, which with thankfully with, with these guys help trying to grind it out in between qualifying and everything, get it all fixed up, which we we're able to do, but still, I still have a lot to learn, but you know, we're, we're still going at it full, full throttle, no pun intended, but, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, it, it's gotta be hard, right? You know, um, not being in it every week, you know, I mean, as, as young as you are, uh, trying to get as much experience as possible, you know, uh, we see rookies that are running full time, uh, have mishaps, you know, so it's, it's, you know, it's expected, right. You know, with, with as intermittent as you're getting out there, um, you know, talk a little bit about those challenges, uh, as, as well as, you know, Hey, you know, to, to run P 16 at Atlanta, which is a difficult track, the new reconfigure. I mean, that's huge in my opinion, to be able to go out there and do that, you know, even playing it quote unquote safe, if you will, uh, trying to protect yourself, uh, to be able to stay out there, keep the track time, seat time, all that kind of stuff. Uh, talk a little bit about that for us. Yeah. I mean, so like us as drivers, we, we're always really, really hard on ourselves. We want to be perfectionists. You know, we, we always want to win all the races and stuff like that. But the, the more you mature as a driver, you come to realize that, you know, stuff's going to happen and it's okay to make mistakes as long as you're able to learn from those mistakes and not have them be repeated over and over and over. And so it is a little bit hard being more on the part-time, um, which is the, the biggest part is like having to knock the cobwebs off. I guess you could say each time you get back into the car and with the practice only being about like 30 minutes, it's, you know, you go out there and the first thing you want to do is make sure the truck's okay. You know, everything's feeling right. You're, you're good to go. And then by the time that's done, you come in, they make maybe a little adjustments. You're only, you're only really down to like 15, 10 minutes left. And that's when you, when the only time you have to really critique how you drive at the track. So it, does, it is a little bit of struggle. iRacing helps a lot, um, you know, getting on the simulator, practicing on there, turning laps. Um, it obviously isn't just like real life, but but then again, it does help a lot. But, yeah, the biggest the biggest struggle is just having to knock the cobwebs off every time you hit the track. Sure. Uh, Chris, a um, lot of new followers, a lot of new listeners since you have last been on, and I'm sure you've got a lot of new followers since you were last on. Give everyone the rundown. Uh, one more time, uh, just on your racing career, your background, how you got into everything, uh, and, and all that good stuff. 
Yeah, so uh, I was always kind of interested, sorry, excuse me. I was always kind of interested in racing growing up. My dad, um, he actually raced before I was born, but got out of it due to my uh, birth injury and stuff like that. I needed a lot of care growing up, but we'd always watch the cup races on, you know, Sunday and everything, sit in front of the TV with him. But I never really thought about, you know, being a driver. And then so we got... um, to the Indianapolis fairgrounds when I was, I was seven years old at the time. And we saw Quarterman just running out at mini Indy. And I pretty much like looked over and I was like, you know, I want to try this next. I've done, you know, T-ball soccer, a little bit of basketball, just stuff, a normal sure, growing normal boy. Kid. Yep. So I, I was like, you know, I want to try this. And um, I tested in it. And for like my eighth birthday, I got a quarter midget and we started racing out in Columbus. I, I did that for about a year, and then I moved up to the INX Bandolero Series when I was nine. Ran those all the way up until I was 11, and then when I turned 12, I started racing the Legend Cars. And when I was around that age, that's when I realized I was like, this is like something I want to do for the rest of my life pretty much. And so it's kind of weird to think of because it was kind of like, I guess you could say, like a mature conversation to have, but you know, we sat down, me and my mom, and my dad sat down together and we're like, all right, well, how do we make this work the best way possible? And we kind of realized at that time that there was a lot of kids growing up through the ranks quickly. Uh, a, sorry, I was using a background that fell <laughs> no, at a very, uh, um, so we're like, all right, well, we need to, we need to try to move me up as quick as possible. So when I was 13, I went to, uh, try to run late models and, there's a lot of 13 year olds running late models now, but back then it was kind of like a little iffy. So I had to write a whole letter to the director of CRA, which was a series um, up in Northeast that I was running and told him, you know, my experience and, you know, how passionate I am to, to be a driver and stuff. And he, he was like, okay, yeah, we'll have you out here. So started racing late models when I was 13, did that all the way up until I was about 15, 15 and a half, 16, somewhere around there. And back then my parents were, were funding me. So I couldn't really, um, I obviously wasn't funding myself. I couldn't, I couldn't really afford, <laughs> but we, uh, I ended up having to get out of the sea because they, they finally were just like, you know, this is getting to be way too much money. You know, they were, they were definitely, you know, signing up for extra credit cards more than they should have and stuff sure. like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely ran their pockets dry, but I got out of the sea around that time and started working on the cars a lot more. Um, just traveling with the with the team and everything. And then when I was about 19, 20 years old, I got really lucky and I was able to start racing again. I ran two late model races to kind of, you know, get my feet wet um, back and everything again. And then I made my ARCA debut at Phoenix and then I ran Charlotte and then Trucks at St. Louis. And then now we're now we're here. Now we're here. Well, uh, I mean, great segue to talk about uh, how'd you partner up with the uh, Rayum brothers. Uh, I don't know if Josh will remember, but he's actually been on the show, I think once or twice. Uh, but uh, how, how, how'd you guys come together? So um, I work with a great agency called FGR Excel. They do a lot of my marketing and stuff like uh, that. And Nate, he's kind of the one that um, I work with the most. He, he has all the connections and everything, honestly. It's kind of insane how it works. But Nate was the one who actually got me tied in with Josh um, for the St. Louis race, which was super last second, honestly. We didn't know I was going to be running for Josh uh, for St. Louis probably until like within like less than a week beforehand. So 
Um, I ended up making that connection with Josh and then, uh, the rest was history after that. I loved hanging out with the guys. I was here with them, helping wrap it for, for the race. And then Josh is just a great person overall. He's giving a lot of kids that are kind of in my situation that don't have a lot of the funds, you know, a chance to go out there and, and compete and, and try to learn how these, these trucks work and everything like that. So just, uh, I'm a huge believer as a driver to, to be able to compete good. You have to have a great community around you. And here at RBR, it's, it's probably one of the best communities that, that's in the shop. That's great, man. Um, you know, uh, from a crew perspective, uh, you know, your, your Twitter handle says, you know, a crew guy as well. Uh, what, what are you doing at the shop? If you're not running, are, are you making the trip to the tracks to work on, on the trucks? What, uh, what's, what's that side of things look like for you? Yeah, so here lately I've backed away from it uh, quite a bit. We've been really focusing hard on, um, you know, the driver's side. I've had to kind of start working on, you know, talking to sponsors and stuff like that and meeting them and, and stuff. So I've stepped back quite a bit from being at the shop and at the tracks and stuff. But, um, you know, beforehand in the offseason, I was definitely helping wrap the cars and, and printing the wraps and everything. But... We, uh, I went to Daytona with them. We had two trucks and Xfinity car and then also the cup car there. And so that was, we were definitely digging out there. It was, it was a rough time, but, <laughs> but it was, a Josh was able to make his, uh, first cup debut as a, uh, as a team owner with a being the 500 too. So that was pretty, pretty special for him. I was only on the truck team for that weekend, but, but still to be able to see it was pretty awesome. But, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's all about a learning experience, you know, as a driver, you got to be able to understand how the cars work and, and the more you're able to, then the better you can be overall. Absolutely. Um, I gotta ask, man, cause this was a crazy weekend of racing overall. Uh, but what'd you think of the truck series race this weekend at, at gateway? You know, the, the truck race is pretty good, but I, I can't lie. I think the cup race is better and I'm usually, I'm a usual I usually say that the truck series is the best every weekend. They always have like the Dude, best. I'm with like, you. I'm with you. <laughs> but up, Cup at Gateway or Worldwide Technology, whatever whatever they want to call it nowadays, it definitely raised some eyebrows. I, they, if they don't go back there, I'm gonna be really disappointed. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, if and everybody that listens to the show regularly knows how much I love the truck series, how much I promote it. Uh, most of the drivers on are from the truck series and, and it's, I love it. And I want to get as much awareness out there as possible for it, because it's like, you want to get into watching the sport, like, you know, shorter race Friday or Saturday night, great time, couple beers with the buddies, you know, in a, in a man cave, whatever the case may be like the truck series is where it's at to really, in my opinion, get that fandom if you will because there's rivalries there's beating and banging there's a little bit more uh parody i i I just can't talk enough about the truck series so i feel you all the drivers are hungry to prove themselves and so they're they're willing to take the little extra step to to make sure that they're seen on on tv teams and everything that are that are going down pit lane and so it's it gets a little rough sometimes but it's definitely absolutely um what what's next for you man do, do you have something lined up schedule wise yeah so we we have some stuff in the works we haven't really released yet so i can't necessarily talk about but sure. we definitely have some up here in the pretty near future actually so um you'll be seeing that on social media um here soon but but yeah i wish i could talk about it because i'm actually i'm really really excited but <laughs> 
Well, hey, you, you know, know, nothing wrong with leaving a good teaser out there, right? So so stay tuned, right? <laughs> um, what sponsors you've been working with? Can uh, you know? Can you talk about some of the ones in the past, or you know, talk what talk about what you can talk about? Yeah, so Dell Dirt, I had them on for Atlanta and Texas. They're actually based out of um, Dallas and the Texas area. We originally talked to them just for Texas, but then Josh was like, you know, I have Atlanta open, and so Nate was able to work his magic like he always does, and they ended up coming on board for Atlanta. And they weren't there at Atlanta, which was uh, really upsetting because it was best race so far this year. Texas didn't go as planned, and they were all there and stuff. But um, after meeting with Scott from from Dalder and everything, I've kind of like made a more of a friendship with them than a than a partnership on the business side. There, sure. they're cool. Like he, uh, I didn't have my car out there because I flew, so he like drove me to the hotel and everything, and we went and had dinner after the race and stuff, which was, which is really awesome. And that's like, that's the best kind of partners you can have. The ones you can build a friendship with because, you know, business is business, but if you're able to make a connection other than business besides that, then, then it always makes everything go a lot smoother. Um, we do have some no- new partners coming on, um, here soon, which, um, is part of what I can't really release yet, sure, but, sure. <laughs> but it is always out here working his magic, which I couldn't be more thankful for. Um, but yeah, that's great, man. Um, all right. Well, uh, it was great to get you back on the show. Great to uh, catch up with you. Uh, very excited to see uh, and hear about some of the new opportunities and to see you uh, at a track in the near future. Tell everybody where they can follow you at on social media. Yeah. So my Instagram is Chris underscore hacker. And then my Twitter is Chris hacker underscore my Facebook is Chris Hacker Motorsports, and you can find all of that at my website, which is chrishackerracing.com. Awesome, man. Well, listen, uh, like I said, great to talk to you. Uh, can't wait to get you back on down the road, and, and hopefully we're talking about a longer stretch of, of races for you to where we're not shaking off the cobwebs. And uh, it's, it's been fun to see you grow uh, your brand, if you will, from a, a Twitter perspective and getting out on that racetrack. Uh, for, for me as a hobby podcast, um, you know, people have, have grown with me. And, and like I said, it, it's been cool to kind of see you just kind of start off on Twitter one day and, and kind of blow up, which, which has been fun to watch. And uh, personally, outside of the podcast, personally, I'm excited to see what your racing future holds for you and all that good stuff, man. Sweet, man. Well, I appreciate the bus. I appreciate you having me back on board. Absolutely, man. All right, cool, man. Well, take it easy. Uh, best of luck rest of the season when you're out there, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. For sure. Thank you. Thanks. All right, Lab Traffic Nation. There you have Chris Hacker. Great to get him back on the show. I, I love talking to these guys, uh, you know, that are that are just making their start, uh, that have, you know, that that are younger. Uh, one, like I said, you know. Kind of cool to grow with them with the with the show. Uh, you know, I kind of feel like that's happened with like Cole Coster, Tyler Riddick, uh, who have been on, you know, in their early starts in their careers. Uh, and don't mind coming on the show now because, you know, there's been a, a relationship developed. Not, you know, personal, obviously, or anything like that. But hey, they they know the name Lap Traffic Podcast because they've been on it six or seven times. So um that's really cool. Very excited to see what happens with uh, with with Chris there. Uh, Josh Brothers Racing or Rayun Brothers Racing, not Josh. Uh, they uh, they've been on. Man, it was a long time ago. There was a connection with one of the Michigan football players. Uh, man, God, this was probably back season two or something like that. But anyways, 
I digress. Let's keep things rolling. All right, let's talk a little truck series action from this past weekend. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek, he is either winning races or finishing last this year, it feels like. And a lot of people got burned this weekend, Lab Traffic Fantasy. Uh, like I said, it's it's checkers or wreckers, it seems like. Uh, granted, he's only got one win. He started up front on the pole four different times, but out of 11 races, uh, he's got four finishes of 24th or worst, uh, including the 35th place finish this past weekend at Gateway. So, uh, you know, it started off pretty, pretty, pretty bad for John Hunter, uh, Daytona, Las Vegas, Atlanta, uh, all you know, 24th, 25th, and 24th place finish. Uh, does this 35th place finish mean he's got two more bad races ahead of him? Uh, or will he be on the rebound this weekend at Sonoma? Uh, time will tell, right? Um, 11 cautions. That's just, that's, that's too many. That's too many. Uh, I digress. I, I've been on a number of rants there with that. But I do want to highlight here uh, some solid runs. Matt Benedetto uh, with a sixth-place finish. Johnny Sauter with a top five. Who knew that was still possible? Uh, Stuart Friesen up there in fourth, which is great. Uh, and again, guys, there's only five more truck races in the regular season. Like, it is go time. Uh, and it's it's barely the middle of June. Uh, I, I think that goes unnoticed a lot just because of how long the regular season is in the Xfinity Series and the Cup season that there's only five more races. And yeah, you're going to throw in a bunch of off weeks here uh, coming up. So it's going to get stretched out. They still all finish in November. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you were to condense this truck series here, uh, you know, it, it's it's a different ball game here. So when you look at things, uh, you know, like Derek Krause, Tanner Gray, Matt Benedetto, all outside looking in, um, you know, the thing is, is we, we're kind of starting to see what we used to see in the Xfinity series to where there really isn't a race for a bubble unless somebody goes and kind of breaks through on a win. You know, uh, Grant Enfinger currently holding the last spot you know, by almost 70 points, um, you know, or I'm sorry, not 70 points, uh, 40, uh, 50 points, 53 points, you know, is, is Derek Krause going to make up 53 points? I doubt it. Is Tanner Gray going to make up, uh, even more than that? I doubt it. Matt Benedetto, you know, weren't sure what was going to come out of that, uh, uh, 25 truck this year. You know, they're, they're sitting back pretty deep in the points. Uh, but, I also wouldn't be surprised Matt Benedetto goes out and picks up a win either, right? That's what we're all hoping for. It's what we're all waiting on. Uh, you know, this week, Sonoma might be one of those places where he could maybe get that done. You know, uh, you got guys like John Hunter Nemechek that have struggled, you know, so it's a matter of being able to go out there and uh, start to take advantage of some of those situations. So, um, but if something like that doesn't happen, I mean, we're, we're basically looking at our playoff field because of such an increase in the point differentials there. So uh, Ben Rhodes, Chandler Smith, Zane Smith, John Hunter, uh, Stuart Friesen, Christian Eckes, Ty Majeski, Carson Hosevar, Matt Craft, and Grant Enfinger. Uh, we very well could be looking at our top 10 truck series playoffs. Uh, what do you guys think? 
Uh, does anyone surprise anybody? Does anybody pick up a win outside the top 10 uh, and, and get something done here that uh, might surprise us all? We shall see. They're on to Sonoma this weekend. Um, the trucks haven't been there in a minute, uh, if memory serves correctly. A, uh, a long minute. Uh, 1998, to be exact, uh, when Boris said pick up pick, picked up the win uh kevin harvick finished 17th greg biffle finished 20th matt crafton uh was not even in the race the last time the trucks were at sonoma so uh little little fun fact for lab traffic nation out there uh all right let's talk about the xfinity series racing in the rain uh the the rivalries uh, really upped the game here, starting with the Xfinity Series, carried over into the Cup Series. Uh, I'm not sure how A.J. Allmendinger pulled this thing off. Like, you know, I, I had him picked uh, in, in Lap Traffic Fantasy as well, as a number of you guys did as well. And, you know, two laps in, he's off the track. I'm like, oh, damn it, there, there goes this week's points. But no. I mean, he, he was involved in how many incidences on the track uh, and was I know he was off the course at least three or four times uh, and, and is able to battle back and pick up the damn win at this thing, which is awesome. I mean, A.J. Allmendinger goes to a road course. You better watch out. I don't care what series it is. Go put him in a truck. I bet you he's going to possibly be up there contending for the win. Um Again, this was another one kind of like the truck series where uh, some of the top guys had some issues uh, and people went out there and, um, you know, started to make a name for themselves. They, they, they stepped up to the plate to uh, go seize the day, to capitalize on the opportunity. Myatt Snyder with an awesome second place finish. Austin Hill with a third place finish. Uh, let's see who else here. JJ Yaley with a eighth place finish. Uh, Alex LeBay with a top 10 finish. Um, you know, Landon Castle's car looked like it should have been at Dale Jr.'s uh, graveyard. Uh, and, and he was able to finish 15th. Like, I mean, just a, a, a interesting race uh, on Saturday. That's for sure. Um, let's see here. Oh, all right. I pulled up some notes here as I was talking. Uh, 31 adjustments prior to green flag and went off the course four times uh, was A.J. Allmendinger. Uh, that's that's absolutely incredible there. Thank you, Jayski.com, for uh, the quick tidbit there for me. Um, let's see here. What else do we want to talk about with the Xfinity Series? Uh, all right. Noah, Gregson, Ty Gibbs. Um, man, ah. Was it racing? Was it intentional? I, ah, man, what a, I mean, the way he, I mean, he drove through him. It looked like it, you know, and Hey, whatever, you know, go out there, get the wins. Uh, if you can get them, Ty's collected them. He can drive the car. Um, I, I think though, you know, he obviously isn't going to make it easy on himself, but, uh, you know, you're not there. What's, what's Joey Logano say? I'm not, I don't race. My friends, I bring my friends to the track kind of thing. And, you know, that's, that's the mindset you got to have. You know, you can only be so cordial uh, when, when we're talking about racing, when we know the, the level of competition, how hard it is to bring uh, dollars into the sport. And if someone is going to bring dollars into the sport, they want to know 
that they've got a shot to be in victory lane as well. So, I mean, is it good? Is it bad? I think all rivalries are good for the sport because uh, it's just going to make us tune in next week to see what happens. Um, that said, uh, <laughs> fortunately or unfortunately, depending upon how you look at it, uh, Noah Gregson, Ty Gibbs are going to have some time to cool off uh, because the Xfinity Series has a rare, a rare back-to-back off weeks uh, before they're back at the track, which is kind of crazy. They just had an off week, I think, two or three weeks ago. Um, so, yeah, two off weeks. Might have to look at trying to get Dustin Albino on from jski.com since Xfinity is off. Don't want to don't want to forget about the Xfinity uh, guys. And Dustin uh, does such great coverage of the Xfinity series. So might need to get him on for a little reset of where we're at about halfway through the uh, regular season. Actually, more than halfway through the regular season in the Xfinity series as well. So we'll see what we can uh, piece together there. Uh, the rivalries continued uh, into Sunday. Hot damn, did they? Uh, Ross Chastain did not make any friends uh, with either Denny Hamlin or Chase Elliott. Uh, he owned up to it after the race, uh, you know, which was great. Uh, you know, Denny even acknowledged uh, Ross taking the blame and the fault there. Uh, was this his last gimme pass, though, I wonder? You know, it's so crazy. Uh, you see social media. Uh, and, and you look at social media a couple of years ago and, and how Ross was the Cinderella story with Nice Motorsports and then everything going south with the uh, Chip Ganassi deal in the Xfinity ride. You know, he finally gets his due. Everyone's happy. Uh, he gets wins. But, oh, you know, if, if you come in contact with Chase Elliott, uh Man, how tides turn on social media in terms of what everybody thinks about Ross Chastain. Uh, I got a I got a real big kick out of that. Um, you know, I love the guy. I think he's great. Uh, he didn't make any friends either, uh, as as I said. And like I said, you know, it's there's some rivalries out there now, uh, and and we will see what happens, especially this week at Sonoma. You know, a little bump in the rear bumper uh, can send someone off into that sand gravel uh, and, and really jack up your day. We'll see what happens there. Uh, I think Joey Logano wants to go to a new racetrack every week. Uh, he likes to win wherever the series is debuting at. Saw that earlier uh, this year at the Coliseum. Uh, Cup Series debut there for the uh, Clash. Picked up the win. Uh, the Cup debut at Gateway. He goes and picks up the win. Uh, I love the fact that we got that late race caution there because uh, I really wanted to see Joey and Kyle battle it out. I wanted to see if Kurt had anything for him. Um, hell, you know, we would have gotten a couple overtimes. AJ Allmendinger might have had a thing for him, which can you, you know, he, he out in Portland the night before racing flies back to Gateway. No laps in the car, no practice, no anything goes in there and picks up a top 10 finish. Like, I mean, that's just unbelievable, incredible talent. Uh, I didn't look at the entry list, but I'm going to have to bank on the fact that since the Xfinity Series isn't racing this week and since it's a road course this week in the Cup Series, I would bet a lot of money that AJ Allmendinger's on that entry list this week for college racing uh, as one of his uh, part-time uh, deals in the car there. So I wouldn't be surprised AJ Allmendinger picks up another cup win this weekend. Oh, which now I'm tempted. Do I take him for lap traffic fantasy? 
we shall see. Uh, all right, that'll do it there. Uh, what do you say we do a little uh, social media here? Everybody, make sure you check out the website, thelaptrafficpodcast.com, Facebook, The Lap Traffic Podcast, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all at Lap Traffic PC. If you've made it this far into the show, leave a review and tell your friends to check out the show on any podcasting platform you will find the lab traffic podcast uh go check out at atlanta racing and the throwback brand got a great giveaway going on with them and got some new followers uh shane kirk at daddy of two kiddos nascar and martin truex jr fan uh mash the gas podcast at podcast underscore mash with jeff and kevin and sean thompson at big underscore tex 06 a uh, gms and petty fan welcome to the show everybody uh tell your friends don't forget i've got free stickers and koozies all you have to do is fill out the contact page on the website thelaptrafficpodcast.com and i will get those out to you also a little teaser down the road uh, might have some NASCAR prize packs as well as tickets to a couple races to give away. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty pretty pumped about that. So uh, be on the lookout for that down the road. Okay, uh, let's get Mr. Aaron Stubblum online. Been a minute since we've talked to the doctor. All right, Lap Traffic Nation, joining me on the line. You can follow him on Twitter at RaceWeather, along with Brian Newdorf at NASCAR underscore WXMAN. The doctor is in the house. Dr. Aaron Sudwell, sir, good evening. How are you? It's been a minute. Uh, good, uh, good evening. I'm doing well and yourself. Uh, I'm hanging in there. Uh, I got to share a funny story with you uh, in case you haven't listened to last week's show, because I know you just can't wait for it to drop and dial it up. Um, Newdorf was on last week. And he issued me a challenge that I have not been able to complete yet. And odds are not looking good to be able to complete by his next appearance next week. Uh-oh. I was challenged to watch, because I have never seen it, the original Top Gun. And a week later, I still have not been able to watch it. Wait a minute. Are, are you a movie guy? No, not at all. Okay. That explains part of it right there. And if I do find a movie that I like, I'm on constant repeat mode because, hey, I like this. I'll invest my time to watch it again versus attempting to waste three hours of my life in something that I don't like. So you will enjoy. Here's the thing you're going to enjoy. The original Top Gun. I have not seen the new one yet. Okay. But you are going to enjoy. Do you like, okay, dumb question. We're talking, we're going to talk NASCAR in a couple minutes. Do you like things to go fast? Right? Yeah, I kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> do you have the need for speed? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you know, I I, I get it. I, I just, I got to, I got to dial it up. Uh, it might take me, honestly, it might take me from now until next Tuesday at, you know, some 20 minute increments to, to get I was it all say, in. And there's nothing saying you have to watch it all in one sitting. Right? Yeah. That's a great point. Yes. So I'm going to see what I can make happen between now and next Tuesday. Cause Newdorf, he goes, well, odds are you'll have three weeks because it seems like every week I'm up, you skip a week and then I get delayed. But I'm planning on doing a show next week, so um, I've, if, if I don't do a show, it's because I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> well, I'm going to throw this out. You, 
Papa just got that. I'm 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 saying the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Right. Yeah. So if go. you have the good intentions to watch this movie, yeah, <laughs> ain't looking good, buddy. Ain't looking good. Oh man! All right. So there's that full circle moment there. Uh, this weekend. Gateway, Portland, uh, craziness, rivalries, rain, you name it, we had it. What'd you think? I'm going to start with Portland. Um, what? I, I'm, actually, this applies to the whole race week, race weekend. What a crazy weekend of racing. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Um, going off track. I don't, well, Almazinger went off track. Nine times. Before, before the race even started. Yeah. And he's my pick. Yeah. And I'm he, like, I'm like, I'm, I'm dead like, in the water. You and I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well then, but then dead in the water London gets was running third, fourth on that next to last restart. Yep. And he just all of a sudden he's like gone. Like, what yeah. the hell? <laughs> that car was beat to shit. <laughs> yes. But he brought he did get his parking pass. He did get his parking pass. Excellent. <laughs> I thought it was good racing. Um, I found that, you know, are you not entertained? I was entertained. Oh, I absolutely. Road yes. course racing. I hope they go back. I hope they get it locked in. Uh, even if you're going to rotate road courses at some point, I think there's going to be a saturation to. point on it. Yes. Where I you're, you're going to say, okay, even number of years, you're going to go to Portland. Odd number of years, you're going to road America. Yeah. I mean, which which is fine. Um, the th The thing that I just wonder with that is is you know did nascar supplement the teams uh from an expenditure standpoint uh you know with, with that one you know airfare's not the cheapest uh if it ain't local uh you know gas is is crazy you know i could only imagine how much it costs uh the haulers to get there and back. oh yeah like you know that's the only downfall and i'm curious uh, I did not look what the what viewership was for that. You know, I, I just wonder, you know, racing, you know, racing aside uh, from an on track perspective, you know, was was the payoff there at the end from, a you know, ticket sales, gate uh, attendance uh, and viewership is, is. I thought attendance looked I thought attendance looked, looked great. Looked yeah. From considering how many it's considering you knew it was going to rain. Yeah, you knew the forecast going in, it was going to rain. Yeah, they had those tents, stands. They had their ponchos, and they're just having a party. Yes, well, and that's kind of the cool thing about a either a a new track, uh, you know, for the series, um, or or a track they haven't been to in a while. Uh, you know, you're going to get the, in my opinion, you're going to at least get your, Hey, I want to go, even though I'm not a fan and just say I was at the first X. Um, right. you know, so I wonder what the attrition rate, uh, would be, you know, that, that would, you know, and I hope it's amazing. You know, I, I don't want to see anything fail within the sport. Uh, I'm, I'm just curious, you know, long-term down the road kind of thing. Well, you're hitting a market you haven't haven't even tapped into absolutely yes and ever since casey kane you've always been talking about hey we got to get to the pacific northwest and you found a venue for a style of racing that is trendy yep yes and people want to see it and then it's a place where i think it's like 18 of the 30 days of june rains if not more right right so it's it kind of no like going to daytona in july yeah but, uh, but the yeah no but no lightning in uh <laughs> Yeah, so you want rain. Yeah. 
and you, and you got it. That's what people exactly what people wanted. Um, I think some people. I, I enjoyed the racing. I I will admit I did enjoy watching uh, Ty Gibbs get a little flustered with Noah Gregson. I mean, you want to talk about rivalries this weekend? They they were there. Yeah. All, oh yeah. All, all about. Oh. Yeah. And then you see. Then you waiting for uh, Sheldon Creed to pull pull his Warburton moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. He, he was poised and ready to throw. I he thought. Was, he, I yeah. I agree. Uh, and then you've got, uh, you know, Ross Chastain, which and, and I talked about this earlier. Uh, I'd like your your take, because two years ago, Ross Chastain could do no wrong was the Cinderella story. You know, he had the, his niece motorsports run. Uh, you know, he had the ride lined up with with um, Chip Ganassi in the Xfinity series. Then that fell through. Everyone's chomping at the bit. Ross needs a ride. Ross deserves that. And and now, uh, you know. Now, now there's some heat on him. So I'm, I'm curious your take on that. I was going to say two weeks ago, he was a Cinderella story because I think people expect the beating and banging on a road course so that when he had a coda yep. was, you know, people like the same thing happened the day before in the race and went and nobody complained. So it's like, they just became anti, anti Chastain. Um, yeah, I didn't see the SMT data. I know they talked about the SMT data. He did hit the brake before he hit Hamlin. Okay. He he was just driving over his head. Yeah. And I think, um, but the thing on the restart, they were going three and four wide. Yeah. Nothing, nothing good was going to come of that. No, no. And that's like I said when I was watching a race. You know, I think I've tweeted this. It's like you have to remember: in order to finish first, you must first finish. Right. Yes. Yeah. Minor caveat, but yes. Uh huh. Um, so. I I that's I that one restart where both <laughs> Elliot and Hamlin. I haven't laughed that hard during a race. I don't know how long. Yeah. No, I mean, there was. It just set itself up so perfect. Yeah. Like you said, are you not entertained? I mean, we've we've gotten, you know, and then Joey Logano out of the blue. He's just like there at the end uh, to go to go win and and knock the door down and take the first uh, cup win there. You know, so uh, good. Good times all around, I think. Good times. all around. Yeah, it's good. Yep. It was great racing. Mostly. Mostly. I don't know what the. I would give it a, a, you know, definitely entertainment, but there was definitely times where the racing wasn't great. Yes. Well, you know. Which is a byproduct of the new next-gen car. Yeah, well, that I, I'll be honest. I After watching uh, the truck race, I was a little concerned for the cup race because I thought the truck right. race was a little spaced out, in my opinion. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the cup race delivered, which, you know, it's, it's not often I – and I'm not even complaining about the truck race, but it's it's not often to where I'm not, you know, I I, I romanticize the truck race and series <laughs> a bit yeah. much, um, you know. So it's I I have a fond heart for the truck series. So it's not often that you're going to hear anything negative or non-positive, and it was just kind of a home truck race for me. So I was very surprised and pleased to see the Cup race deliver like it did now if we don't have the incidents with hamlin and and chastain and chase elliott and chastain uh you know that added to the to the entertainment value you know so uh i wonder if that would impact 
the reviews, if you will. But uh, no, I, th- I thought it was pretty pretty solid for the first time there. Yeah, um, and here's the other thing, and I'm not sure if you've mentioned this yet uh, prior to our segment. 300-mile uh, race versus a 400-mile race. You know. That was a 300-mile race, and it seemed just about right. It, it, if, if they had gone another, what it would have been, 75 or something laps? Man, 80 uh, laps. that's a great, yeah. great point. Um, I could get behind shorter races. I, I could. Uh, you know, obviously it's less of a commitment time. Uh, you know, my, my thing is, is I really wonder if that would hurt, uh, you know, Michigan, for example, let's say they knock Michigan down to a 300 mile race. Like I, I could get behind that, but all right, now you're taking a hundred miles off. Uh, you already don't run there with all three series. Uh, so it's a, you know, will people show up for probably the same ticket price? Uh, you know, for for less bang for the buck, if you will. Uh, I you know, wonder if I you can know. only do that on smaller tracks, though. That you're gonna because you think Bristol, you think the Bristol Night Race, that's only 250 miles. Yes, you know, you got your cautions and all of that. That all that all the right, and maybe you just say, okay, this worked on a yeah you know, with a two mile track, a 300 mile race. It's yeah. going to say, it, it, I don't think that would play very well. I think 400 is the right distance for there. But for a Richmond, for a Darlington, not the Southern 500, right. not the Crown Jewel races. Yes. But Oh, yeah, no. I think Richmond could very well benefit from that. Hell, what I mean, and, and we talked about this uh, in the past. We talked about this, and we saw it come into play during COVID when we were running, you know, two cup races a weekend at some tracks. Like, you know, Oh, yeah. Could you run two cup races in the same day at shorter lengths? You know, would there be a payoff and benefit there? Would you extend the season by races because, you know, you're going to double up? Do you cut some weekends out? Do you some tracks get the boot? You know, all these things that are fun talking points, you know, but, you know, Richmond, we all know about Richmond. Like if you cut Richmond in half, ran two races same day inverted the field you know uh, give the fans an hour to go run to their car go get a beer whatever the case may be line them up do it again like i mean yeah i'd buy into that all damn day like i don't know yeah i know indycar tried that at texas and it they tried it once and may that may be the answer they tried it once Once. because you're kind of asking for it's a big ask for your tv audience because they're going to have to commit about four hours for doing True. that. Yeah, good call there. Good call. There. So what you know, look at what they did. Was it last year at Pocono? They had the doubleheader, yep. the Friday, Saturday, Sunday doubleheader. Yep, yep. That's a good call. And there's and there's your youngest fan. Yep. Yeah, you can hear him in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I yep. love it. I love it. Um, all right, uh, Wine Country, Sonoma. Um, it's going to be sunny. It's going to make this weekend really easy for me. Sunny skies all three days. It will be near 90 on Friday for the truck practice in qualifying, but Monday highs in the upper seventies, near 80 morning lows actually in the 50 low to mid fifties. It will be windy, which is going to be an interesting one because the westerly winds and you're going to go to the top of the hill and you make that sharp left-hand turn. I believe it's turn four. It's going to be a tailwind down that back straight. Okay. And so it's going to be a crosswind coming into the uh, keyhole 
down coming to the start finish line. So this could be interesting because we're looking at some days with 25 mile an hour wind gusts. Wow. That's, that's not, and you that, got that's, the ter- that's a lot going on there. It is a lot going on. You get the terrain changes, road course, turn and right with wind. This will be fun. Uh, hey, I am I am excited. I'm ready to tune in. Uh, I'm going to try to get on the golf course Saturday and ready to go on Sunday. So There you go. That's the benefit of a West Coast race again. You get Absolutely. A, I think it's a 4 o'clock start for us. Yep. yep. Four-ish. I yep. will take it. I will take it. So, I will too. All right, man. Well, listen, great to catch up with you. Lab Traffic Nation, make sure you follow Aaron on Twitter at RaceWeather, along with Brian Newdorf at NASCAR underscore WXMAN. Uh, we'll see if we watch Top Gun. Sir, good to talk with you. We'll catch you in a couple weeks. You will. Sounds good. Enjoy the movie. Thank you. All right. Whenever I see it. Yes. <laughs> we'll talk to you later, man. Bye. Okay. Bye. All right. You guys know what sound that means. It's time for this week's Lucky Dog and Lap Down Picks. I am very excited for this week's segment because you guys came very, very strong. Like every time I looked, there was a new notification uh, and I was blown away by the number of responses this week. So uh, let's get right to it. My Lucky Dog, the race weekend fans for a great racing weekend, as well as the dinger and Joey Logano uh, lap down uh, John Hunter Nemechek. Uh, all right. Those are my picks. Let's see who you guys got. Uh, Scott at 1985 Wagner. Uh, Lucky dog. The dinger. No laps. Top 10. Lap down. Denny Hamlin not using the thing between his ears. Getting involved with nothing to do with him on top of his childhood temper. Damn. Scott brought the heat. Uh, Brian at Storm and B81. Lucky dog. Wasn't bad racing, but nothing stood out. Lap down, bonehead, Chastain again, trying to run over everyone. Uh, yeah, that, that seemed to be the general consensus there on social media. Uh, Brett at B. Wayne, 85-89 from Blowing the Doors Off. Uh, lucky dog, dinger for coming through the field and surviving a disaster of a race. Lap down, Denny Hamlin for continuing to act out after the incident with Ross. Ross may have gave him the bumper, but using your car like that for the rest of the race is a bit much. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised nothing was done there because he did deliberately 10 laps down, uh, you know, give him a shot. Uh, so I'm, I was very surprised NASCAR didn't do anything there, but I digress. Uh, Chris at USMC underscore NASCAR fire, lucky dog, uh, all the fans at both locations lap down Ty Gibbs for being a hypocrite that can't handle being run hard and the snooze fest at gateway. Uh, Chris, man, your, uh, your, your response, uh, definitely fielded one hell of a, uh, of a response from some people out there. And I just enjoyed sitting back, uh, watching it all unfold there. <laughs> I love it. Keep it coming. Uh, Colin at Colin underscore with underscore cars, lucky dog to joy Logano. The guy keeps winning inaugural events, lap down to Goodyear tires. Uh, Dale at real David Kahn, lucky dog, Ross Chastain for not being put in the wall, uh, lap down Ty Gibbs for getting wrecked under caution, though I am enjoying the drivers policing stuff on the track again. If NASCAR wanted entertainment, this is what they needed to do. Stay out of it. There you go. Uh, Fritz at Fritz 9824, lucky dog. 
Ross Chastain for not getting chased down by Cha uh, crazy Chase Elliott mob and lapped down to all the Logano haters who said this man can't win a race clean. Uh, hashtag 22 in 22. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Fritz, I love that there. Love the hashtag game. Uh, Jared at JTM0086. Lucky dog, Kurt Busch, lapped down Kevin Harvick. Yeah, I mean, Kevin just, I mean, mm. Y'all know I'm a diehard Kevin Harvick fan. I've not had a lot of Kevin Harvick stuff to talk about, and it, it's painful sometimes. Uh, and next up, Jason, he's a Kevin Harvick fan too, uh, at J.A. Stone 29, Lucky Dog 22, winning another inaugural race, lap down. I'm sorry, but the track as a whole, I might offer. No passing, frustrated cruising drivers. I did not enjoy this race at all. Pit crew members risking injury with such a narrow pit road isn't worth it. Uh, just my lap down opinion. I love it, Jason. Uh, Jess at Iowa NASCAR fan. Lucky dog. Zane Smith with a hell of a debut on short notice. Absolutely. Good call there. Uh, Ross Chastain for getting a top 10 when everyone wanted his head. And lap down Hamlin for not finishing Chastain off. And Jesse Iwuji for wrecking Gibbs under yellow. That one went unnoticed there, I think, by a lot of people. Uh, Kristen at K Hoglin 79, a lap down to the safety crew for not helping hosts of our quicker. Uh, lucky dog is Chastain for finishing eighth when he had many drivers who wanted to put him in the wall. Portland track looks run down. Uh, Gateway produced better cup racing than expected. I agree. Uh, with the way the truck series went, I was a little nervous for the cup race, but cup race turned out pretty decent in my opinion uh let's see we've got a few more to go uh matt at camper news net lucky dog to all the fans that came out the gateway amazing to see the stands filled up especially the first cup race there uh no lap down all right matt uh mick at go ducks five underscore mick lucky dog joey was fast all weekend lap down ross chaos uh, Mitch at Just Mitchin, uh, Lucky Dog fans at both races, lap down Ty Gibbs for getting rear-ended uh, by Jesse, completely ruined his race. Chastain as well, just making the same mistake over and over, but he owned it. And Rowdy at the Rowdy Dragon, Lucky Dog Ross was super lucky not to get walled a few times. Lap down Ross Chastain will be hard-pressed by the whole field from now on. Bad mistakes. And last one here, Tristan at Tristan Cole, a lucky dog. Team Penske, two wins on Sunday. Zane Smith on his first cup race. Blaney getting fourth. Uh, crowds at both races. Lap down. Chastain, he drove with his head up his backside. Kyle Busch sliding like he did. All right, guys. This is a strong lucky dog. All right, Lat Traffic Nation, let's close this thing out with a little Lat Traffic Fantasy. Just a reminder, get your picks in by 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Thursday. Check the website out if you need to see who you've picked. Check the website for standings, all that good stuff. Keep the Twitter interaction up using hashtag LTFantasy. Uh, we got 11 more cup races to go in segment two. There's still plenty of time. Lots of movement, as you can see, with... Uh, some of the picks this week. We'll get into that in just a minute. Joining me on the line, uh, his first time on the show. He's been playing for a minute, though, I believe. Welcome to the show, Matthew Miles. What's up, man? How are you? Hey, I'm great. Yeah, it's uh, first time on the show. Uh, it's my second year, actually, in the league. It feels like it's been forever, but uh, it's my second year in the league, and um, I'm glad to be on. Glad we got the right picks for once. <laughs> right, man. I hear you. It's it feels longer when when you're not doing good. At least that's how I feel sometimes. Like, damn, this thing takes forever. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, 
what did you think of this weekend? It was interesting. Um, I, Gateway, I think, is a great track for the um, for the Cup Series. Uh, I, I know they've got to get this the left rear tire situation um, kind of sorted out. I can remember a couple of years ago with the older generation car, they were having some rear tire issues too, building you know too much camber in for the speed, and you know the, they were really just pushing things to the limits. I'm sure they'll get it get it sorted, but. Um, I, you know, I, one is of my something picks, you think NASCAR needs to force, uh, or is that a, you know, eventually the teams will just work it out themselves if they don't put the right pressure in. Well, I, it's going to keep costing teams money if they're either wrecking or, you know, yeah, <laughs> losing, yeah, right. losing spots. So, you know, I think <laughs> the, the almighty dollar might, might fix that one, uh, before NASCAR does, you know, so I, I have a feeling it, it, it'll work itself out naturally, so to speak, but, um, it's kind of, a little concerning to see. Um, I live about a half a mile away from Pocono Raceway, so I think that's that's going to be a very interesting uh, track with this yeah. new car, and especially keeping that keeping the tires under them. But uh, my pet, the tires I mean, and the shifting at Pocono with this new car, man, yes. uh, it's going to be. It's going to have an old school vibe. Interesting Pocono races we've had in a long time. It is. It's going to be a really interesting, like an old school vibe. You know, I think you're going to see a lot of fuel strategy like you did in the old Pocono races. You know, it's, some people call it boring. I really love those those types of races because you almost have to. It's like, you know, it's like keeping baseball score. You have to really keep your eye on what's going on to to see who's got the shot at the end. That's so I'm, I'm looking forward there. to it. You know, I, I'll, I'll be honest. There were times where Pocono was a struggle to watch sometimes. Um as I've done the podcast and, and, you know, I, I see things, you know, a lot more, uh, for, for what they are and appreciate the, the team aspect of things. Uh, you know, it, it's hard for me not to like a race, uh, and Pocono has grown on me. I could see this too, almost being like a, uh, you know, a road course where they kind of reverse scheme things as, as far as pit stop strategy and, and all of that with this one, it, it's going to be, a must-see Pocono race. That's that's. It sure. is, yes. it is. But my my secret to um well any any time the Cup Series goes to a new track like the Dick Gateway, you pick Joey Logano. I mean and... that's that's a thing now, right? Like <laughs> it's, it's causation causes correlation. I, I guess that's the saying to it or whatever. But that's that's kind of how I went this week, and yeah, sure enough, it worked out. Well, so the, the funny thing, well, the next thing I'm going to keep an eye on is the next new track. Is I'm going to see. Uh, what Vegas does with Joey Logano, especially if it's a type of track that he maybe hasn't performed well at, but will they adjust the odds just because of what he's done at some of these new tracks? Yeah. Like that's going to yeah. be crazy. Um, all right, man. Well, listen, this week uh, you knocked it out of the park uh, with Logano, Dinger, Friesen. Uh, you picked up two bonus points, almost picked up three. Uh, but Came we're close, just, yeah. Just, just <laughs> under the week high, but uh, that that's awesome. Uh, I had solid picks, even though it scared me all weekend with Rhodes, Dinger, and Chastain. All three drivers struggled. Uh, Dinger coming back out of nowhere. I don't know how the hell yeah. he did it to pick up that damn win. Uh, Chastain rebounded a little bit, so I'll, I, I'm not complaining. Uh, so with that said, let's hit the top 10 here in segment two, uh, in first place with 327 is Pete Curvin. Uh, and this is where, this is where some people are going to say there's some collusion going on here because in second place with 320 is my uncle Matt with 320 
And I am tied for third place with 313 with uh, myself and Kenny Hunt. Uh, Logan Cummings in fourth. Uh, Joel Nolf in fifth. Uh, Two-way tie for fifth. We got Mark Ludington, Brett Morris, uh, Stephen Florenz, and Kristen Hogland wrapping out the top ten. So don't worry. Uh, while it may look like the crowds are starting to take over, uh, that's not the case for sure. Uh, bonus points. Kristen Hoglin is kicking ass with 13. Jason Dickus has nine. Tony LeBay has eight. Kim James and Mark have seven. Uh, and then it's on down. There's a lot of people now with six, five, four, three, two, one. Almost everybody in the league has at least a bonus point there, which is awesome. And then... The cumulative standings, where it matters, uh, Kristen Hoglin is in first. Uh, Justin Hughes is in second with 1430. Jason Dickus is in third, 1425. Michael Mason in fourth with 1413. Kevin Hahn in fifth with 1408. Matt Crowd in sixth with 1406. Two-way tie for seventh with Stephen and Tony with 1403. Uh, Aaron Studwell is in eighth with 1402. Henry Fletcher in ninth, 1401. Uh, Matt, you're noticing a trend. You see how close the, the standings are? That's what I absolutely love, man. Absolutely. Uh, it's definitely a competitive league. That, if if right. you haven't done it yet, get get on the list next year. It is a lot of fun. And it definitely, uh, you know, I've always liked fantasy sports across a lot of a lot of sports because it makes you a better fan. And, and being in this league, I certainly pay a lot of attention to all series, which is I feel makes me a better fan. I so. love that. I love that. Uh, let's see here. Joel Nolf and Kim James in 10th. Alan Cavana is in 11th. John Warrington in 12th. Uh, Eric Rolls in 13th, Brian Hall and Scott Wagner in 14th. we got a three-way tie for 15th with Charles LaPearl, Kenny Hunt, Michael Elliott. And I have made my way into the 16th spot, but there's a lot of ties ahead of me, so I still have a <laughs> shit ton of work to do. Um, all right, there's that. Uh, what do you say, Matt? You ready to make some picks for this weekend? Let's do it. All right, Lat Traffic Fantasy, we are headed back west to wine country road course racing for the truck series and cup series i'm very surprised that the xfinity series has back-to-back -back off weeks uh definitely no trends in the truck race not a single active driver from 1998 uh that ran the last truck race in sonoma is in this field uh but on the cup side of things it's early in segment two so for the most part everyone has chase Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Larson available, our current road course ringers. Question is, who do you use? Who might crash and burn? Will they taste, as Johnny Depp said, a mega pint of wine? And who will collect the checkered flag? We'll find out this weekend. But first, it's time for our picks. Matt, we'll start with the Truck Series. Who do you got? Well, in the Truck Series, I'm going to stick with John Hunter Nemechek. Um, his experience, he's got some experience at Sonoma. Sonoma is a very technical track, and um, you know if you haven't been there, if you, I mean, you try to play it on, you know, NASCAR heat. I know it's not the best uh, simulator, but I've tried. I can't even make a complete lap on <laughs> Sonoma with with NASCAR heat. So I mean, it's definitely a lot of skill, uh, remembering where all your technical points are. And I think John Hunter Nemechek is going to be the best bet. I am with you, especially coming after off a bad week. He's going to be out there for revenge. Uh, I think that's the safest pick, and I need points, so I'm going to go with John Hunter Nemechek as well. Uh, all right, the Cup Series. What's your strategy for this weekend? 
Well, I think everybody's going to go uh, AJ Allmendinger since he's probably going to be in for colleague this week. And um, I'm going to zig away. I'm going to use one of my Martin Truex Jr. Uh, allocations this race, uh, basically because this is his best track. Um, he's just been dominant the last three races at Sonoma. I know we had the off year in 2020, but I mean, he just, he knows his way around the track. He knows how to qualify well, stay up front. And that gives pit crew, keeps him there. So it's going to be Martin Truex Jr. I'm hoping for another solid week and I can blow past some of these ties in front of me as well. Uh, man. <laughs> All right. So you and I had the same truck pick. I'll be honest. I had Martin Truex Jr. down as well. I don't want to jinx your picks. So I, I am going to make an adjustment on the fly and I will go with Chase Elliott uh, for this weekend at Sonoma. So it's another, least, another good pick. I'll at least give some variation. Normally I hold them and it doesn't work out. So I'm going to use them early in segment two and see what happens there. So, uh, well, listen, man, thanks for calling in. I appreciate you. Have a uh, great rest of the week. Enjoy the racing this weekend. And uh, maybe we'll talk to you down the road. Sounds good. Hey, I'd love to talk to you again next week. That'd be awesome. Hell yeah, man. I'm all about it. So, all right, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. You got it. Thank you. Thanks. We'll see you. All right, Lap Traffic Nation. That is going to do it for episode 281 of the Lap Traffic Podcast. Check out the website, thelaptrafficpodcast.com, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all at Lap Traffic PC. Huge thanks to Chris Hacker, Aaron Sedwell, Matthew Miles for calling into the show. We'll see what we do next week, but I plan on being here. Don't get caught chasing the lucky dog. Make sure you tune in each and every week to the Lap Traffic Podcast. See ya.